So we had a men's retreat over the weekend, and it's always very interesting to talk to men. It's always very interesting for me, actually, as, 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 as a sort of a man, uh, to speak to younger men about how, how things have changed, you know, how things are different now. So the issue of dating and that sort of thing came up. And I just remember, I just, just my, my memory of dating is it's a different world to what exists now today. So I remember uh, a, a huge part of, of dating when, so we're talking back in the kind of late, very late 90s, the end of the 90s, a huge part of, of, of dating back in the day was actually a thing called waiting, right? So like, you know, you'd wait for the person after work or you'd wait for the person after their lectures or, you know, they'd be, up, they'd be getting, herself would be getting ready and you'd have to wait. And, you know, we had to do a lot of waiting, uh, uh, trying to, you know, combine train timetables. Uh, why was there so much waiting? Because there were no phones. This was, it was just the time when mobiles were just coming in, but they were still very expensive. Mobile calls were expensive, texts were 10p, and you know, you'd rip through your credit. So you had to just kind of spend a lot of time waiting for the person. And it, it's a very interesting thing, the whole idea of waiting, because, because it, it builds expectation, it builds a, kind of, builds a kind of excitement, it builds a kind of a, a desire, you know, a kind of a longing for the other person. It's, it's, it's actually a good thing. You know, it's a good thing when you're looking forward to meeting this person and you're kind of counting down the minutes and will it be five minutes or, well, she's putting the makeup on so it could be another three hours, I suppose, but, uh, but either way, it'll all be worth it, you know? Uh, and it's just, it's just this is, the, the, the expectation, the, the, the feeling, the, the waiting, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Uh, teaches us, teaches us patience, teaches us, um, teaches us, it asks us the question, is this thing, this person, this event, this night out, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Now, when I compare that to today, um, one of the guys was telling me, he said, obviously COVID hasn't helped, but even before COVID, there were, you know, there were plenty of dating apps out there now, so swipe left and swipe right for those that you like. You see a person's profile, person's picture, and which is good? Swipe I don't know. I don't know which way it's good. It doesn't matter. Swipe one way for accept, swipe one way for reject, the other way. Uh, so, so you're swiping through all these people. Uh, and then the way he phrased it was very interesting because he said these days it's not about going out with people anymore. How did he say? You, you skip all that preliminary preparation and just go straight to the intimate part of things. I just thought, wow, that's really awful. That is absolutely horrific that is really terrible that is really that is really terrible this 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 season if you will of expectancy and waiting is gone and then we just kind of have signed sealed and delivered what we thought we wanted but which ends up being unfulfilling or just leaving a a greater hole in our hearts and a greater desire for something else to fill that 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 that, that longing but why does that never seem to arrive either so this, it just, it just, it's like, it's like trying to satisfy hunger. When you're absolutely starving for food and someone gives you a drink of water. Thank you, that's nice, but I'm actually hungry, not thirsty. You know, so it's, yeah, it's not really satisfying the problem here. It just cools down the stomach a little. It fools me into thinking I have eaten, but I haven't actually eaten at all. You know, so when you need food, when it's food you need, it's food you need. So when it's, when we have a longing in our heart for something deeper, for something meaningful, for something that, that, that lasts, then nothing else is going to satisfy that. So today, we have 
two wonderful, prayerful people, Simeon and Anna, who have been waiting, waiting for decades for the coming of the Lord. I have just such admiration for them because in a way I'm not sure if they even knew what they were expecting. What does it mean to wait for the Lord? For them, like, did they know God was going to come incarnate? No, no, no one knew. No one was expecting that. They were waiting for the Lord, but how exactly he was going to come or when or even how this was going to be possible, no, no one really knew. They were just waiting for a Messiah. Okay. And then he appears in this completely unexpected form as a baby. We're awaiting a, probably a warrior to set us free from Rome and Roman occupation. This is nice. I hope you feed him well. I hope he grows up to be big and strong. And Another Goliath killer, that's what we need. But they saw something much, much, much deeper. Like uh, the, the, the words of, of, of Simeon, are, they're just profound. Now, Master. So speaking to, to God. Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace. So what he's saying is, now, Master, you can let me die. Just as, because just as you promised, my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see. What salvation? He saw a baby. He saw a scene, something like this, really cute. But it's only with eyes of faith. Only with eyes of faith you see salvation in this. Because with just merely human eyes, you see a nice little couple. They're prayerful, they're pure and cute and all that, but only with eyes of faith, this reveals something completely different. And why? Because they had waited. Waited in prayer. Waited in fidelity. Year after year after year. So every year, even though, as I say, they didn't know what they were waiting for, th that waiting was actually deepening their faith every single day they were praying. And so then, when they see this, this such a, it's a veiled scene. It's, it's, it's a scene of incredible beauty and purity and power. But it is veiled because on the outside, externally, there's nothing hugely special here. Plenty of children came after 40 days to be purified in the temple. It happened all the time. And as you all know, every baby is a, they're identical. They're all exactly the same. They're all cute and do this. <laughs> okay, okay, some babies are cuter. I don't know, whatever I'm supposed to say. But it looks nice, but, but they saw something. Because they had eyes of faith, they saw something completely different. They saw hope. They saw, like, I mean, listen to the words. Um, my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see. That's just, it's a beautiful reality, but it's incredible that he could see that in the baby Jesus. Even as the child's father and mother stood there wondering at the things that were being said about him. I, I, wonder, I wonder what they were wondering, actually. I wonder, because, I mean, Our Lady did know a lot of what was going on. I mean, she knew that, she'd be, that she had conceived by the Holy Spirit. She knew that the, the, this, this, she knew that Jesus was, was the Son of God. I mean, the angel Gabriel had told her. But maybe she, maybe she was wondering, how did you know that? <laughs> I know that, but how, I didn't tell you. How did you know that? See, that's just the eyes of faith. Like, it's just incredible. So just to fast forward, like, on, on to our, back to ourselves. So often in our faith, we must wait. And I think for probably all of us, 
We don't like it. Waiting is, waiting is difficult. Waiting is hard. And waiting, waiting is it's, it's kind of, it's almost like a dangerous place to be at times. Because waiting, this, this, this season of waiting is a very active playground for the enemy. Right? Because when you're waiting, then the little voices come. What are you waiting for? Well, I, uh, better days. I'm waiting for God. I'm waiting for heaven. I'm waiting for healing. I'm waiting for future husband, future wife, whatever it may be. I'm waiting for children. All right. You sure God listens? I don't think he does. Nothing has changed. You prayed yesterday. No difference. You've been praying for the last year. Nothing has changed. You sure? Sure you're on the right track? You know, it's, it, this, 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 this place of, of waiting, it's a, it's a battleground. It's a battleground of faith. And I'm sure it was exactly the same for Simeon and Anna. As they were waiting for the Lord, I'm sure those, those age-old, well-tried-and-tested satanic voices were there too. What are you waiting for? You sure you should be still here? You should go, go and live life. Go and have fun. You've, wait, you've, done, your, you've done your time. You know, you've, you've prayed now sufficiently. You're a good person. Go off now and live life a little. So for, for you and I today, we are waiting for something. And maybe, if I can be completely honest, I think we are waiting for a great renewal in the church. If you will. I think he's arranging all sorts of good people and putting them into good places. And I think he's arranging things for a renewal in the church. And, and we're, we're waiting for this, we're praying for this, we're hoping for this, we're, we're offering up our daily, our daily lives, our daily sufferings for this. When will it come? I don't know exactly. But that's not my job. I'm not head strategist here. I'm not even a general. I'm just a pawn. <laughs> you know? So my job is to be where the Lord puts me for as long as he leaves me there. And that's it. And I wait there until I'm moved. I'm not saying he's going to move me from here, Holy Family, but um, my job, I mean more kind of spiritually, like in, in my spiritual life, I'm supposed to be where he puts me until he moves me and wait there patiently. Serve where the Lord has put me until he moves me. And then we can experience that kind of same excitement that we maybe did in the past or would have if we had had the, the opportunity to, to wait, wait for someone who you love and that, that the longing, that expectation, and then, then, then the fulfillment when they arrive and the doors open and the doves fly out and she walks. <laughs> you know? And all that, like the, 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 the fulfillment of that, await, that waiting, and then you're like, it was worth it. Look at this. Wow. And so it should be for, for each one of us. We wait. And when that period of waiting is over and, and whatever we were waiting for, praying for, has been fulfilled, I think in that moment, we look back, only then we can, we can really see how this period of waiting helped us, how it helped us to grow, how it helped us grow in faith, patience, how it helped us to trust, how it helped us to let go of control, how it helped us to really say, Lord, I don't have the full picture here, I don't have the full plan, I don't know, but I trust you. I trust you with my future. I trust you with my past. I trust you with my weaknesses. 
And I trust you with even the family that you have entrusted to me or the mission you have entrusted to me. I trust you. But that, that, that really grows in these, seri- these periods of, of patience, these periods of waiting. So when the Lord seems slow to act, he is still acting. He's teaching us. He's teaching us in the silence. He's teaching us in these periods of, of waiting. And when that waiting is fulfilled, we won't regret a single minute that we have spent in prayer. We won't regret a single minute that we have spent even asking ourselves or begging the Lord for the grace we need to get through today. The Lord has a plan. And his plan is a plan of light, a plan of joy, a plan of healing. So we ask today for that grace, that trust to hold on even when it seems that the Lord is absent and that we might rejoice on the day when that plan is revealed and fulfilled in each one of us. Amen.